Welcome to Coffee and an Interview. I'm Jacqueline Pena, and I'm here today with Shelly Mache, a life purpose coach who's going to talk to us today about identifying our passion and our purpose. How are you doing today? I am doing well. Thank you so much. Thank you for, for having me on your platform. This is great. Thank, thank you. And I love the energy. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> It's great energy, no matter what time of day. Must um, be that coffee. Must be that coffee thing. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm doing the caramel <laughs> macchiato flavor Ooh, coffee. that sounds thing. good. Okay. I have to catch up with you. Mine is plain. It's just some flavored cream. So, you know, uh, I got to get to your level. <laughs> no, we're here. Coffee is unique and our interviews are unique. And, and someone was teaching me that we're all unique. And that's the Definitely. beauty of coffee, too. Coffee is very unique. And actually, to jump right into your role, your role is also very unique as a coach because you're not just a life coach, you're a life purpose coach. And you yes. focus on passion and purpose, two of my favorite P words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I like to tell people I am a life coach with a little splash to it. It's like zing. <laughs> <laughs> So just like just like the wonderful life coaches that are out there, I take time to touch on who you are, touch on where you've been, kind of guide you through, you know, where you're going. It's not our job to tell you what to do, to tell you where you are, but more of a guide to help you kind of figure out some of those areas. But where I come in as a life purpose coach is I add to that. And so I believe that 100% when you find purpose, you find life. And so my job is really to come back to my clients and to those who are coached to help them understand those things that they may have forgotten in life, those different passions that they may have really loved when they were young and that are connected to who they are. Some of those things that people tell us we're too old to do, you know, you're too big to kick in the, in the water, to play in the sand. Not really. Some of those things are connected to deeper passions that are connected to purpose. And when we tap into those things, then we're able to find life and who it is that we were created to be. And it opens up a brand new, you know, a brand new door on how you view yourself, how you view others, and just how you live life. You live life differently when you understand why you're here. I love that explanation. So uh, I want to learn more about your process and helping us find passion and purpose. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess what is the difference? How do you define passion and purpose first? And why should mm-hmm. we look at both, not one or the other? What is so interesting is most of the time you're never going to get to purpose until you find the passion because your purpose is connected to that passion. But just because we're passionate about certain things, it doesn't mean that those are the things that we're purposed for. I I give an example of the fact that I enjoy writing. I actually love to write, but my purpose isn't writing. My purpose is something that gets me up, that gives me that push, that gives me that pull. I heard someone say two things about passion and purpose, which I really love. They said passion is that thing that wakes you up, that makes you want to get moving. But purpose is what's going to give you that pull to continue the movement. Because I can be passionate about something and decide, eh, I really don't want to pursue it. So then that's really not my gift that I'm giving to someone else. Purpose has to do with what you've been gifted with so that you can give that gift. I can be passionate about feeding the homeless. It doesn't mean that my purpose in life is to go out and to create centers and to build, you know, um, to build programs for the homeless. I'm passionate about you being fed, not passionate about giving a gift 
of who I am in that area. And so it's important that we know the difference between the two because you can end up walking in something that's not purpose like I did. I used to have an organization called um, Rooted for Life. And it was an organization that I created for young people. So really for um, high school high school students to help them transition into college. Well, I really enjoyed that. I felt like I had that passion to really help them to get to that next level. But I knew that something was wrong because I wasn't fulfilled. I knew that something was wrong because every time I got up to do it, I was like, oh, another day of helping kids. (laughs) But I loved what I was doing. And so I had to go back and say, there's a disconnect in here somewhere because you can't tell me that I don't love being able to pour into these children because I did, but something wasn't working. So when I went back and I asked the Lord, you know, what's not connecting? What's not happening? And I specifically believe that God told me you're doing the right thing. It's just for the wrong people. My purpose was being able to assist women and not high school children. My purpose and my passion, the passion was the helping. The purpose was the women. And so in order for me to get to the purpose, I had to understand the passion. And so my purpose became, oh, wow, helping women understand what their purpose is and helping them understand who they are the same way that I had discovered who I was. And, you know, and I've been, been, you know, jumping through meadows ever since. (laughs) What an interesting story. And I love how you, some people frame it as a story, uh, a negative story. uh, I was depressed or failure or um, bad outcomes, but you framed it as a story of taking the experience and really processing or reflecting on what you were feeling to then empower yourself by looking at, okay, what is my passion? What is my purpose? Are they aligned? Are they aligned? And your passion always aligns with your purpose. But again, just because you enjoy something, that doesn't mean that you've been purposed to do that. You have to look at your purpose as the gift that you've been given to gift someone else. Mm -hmm. So you've been given a gift so that I can pour it out. The gift is not for me. If it's just, if it just satisfies me, and I have absolutely no delight or, or no burn or pull for it to gift someone else, then it may not be purpose. It may just be something that you enjoy, which is fine. Just because I love cooking and I have a passion for it, that doesn't mean that I feel the pull to gift you with what I've been gifted with. I just love to cook because it decompresses me. I just love to cook because I like recipes. I don't love to cook because I want to see the enjoyment, the life, the fulfillment in another person. Does that kind of make sense in that separation? It does. does. So can a person, we all have these internal passions and I Mm -hmm. think we carry them for, you know, when we're younger, we remember those things that we gravitated towards and our passions can shift because of experiences, because we're just more of the world. Can our purpose shift? Does that happen? I think this is my personal opinion in dealing with purpose. I don't think the overall purpose shifts. I think that we can do it in different avenues. And the reason I say that is because taking it back to me opening up my nonprofit for children, the the ultimate purpose was the helping to guide, was to take you to the next level, was to give you that gift of me opening up your eyes so that you can see who you are. Okay, that's the overall purpose. 
But the purpose shifted because now I do workshops that empower women. It shifted because now I do conferences. These are things that that I didn't think about doing. So, but my conferences are still based around the purpose, around the ultimate purpose. So I do not believe that the ultimate purpose, which we have to look at what's the ultimate purpose. And my ultimate purpose is helping people understand who they are. That's what I'm passionate about. People knowing who they are, people seeing their value. That's the ultimate. How I'm going to direct that um, that purpose comes in many different packages. And the way I do it is different from the way you do it. Yes, the purpose is I love to help people. I do not like education, so I will never be a teacher. That's the difference. The, the grand purpose is the same. We can have the grand purpose of that. We enjoy helping people understand who they are. The way it's broken down is who my passion is for. Your passion is for children. My passion is for women. Our purpose is to pour life into those beings. Yeah, that that's a great way of explaining it. So, so we have this 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 difference of passion versus purpose and what they are and how they come together. But for many of us, I, I find I've had I've struggled with my vision and my purpose, and and I get it now. I understand what I'm here to do, but I find that a lot of us don't, don't mm-hmm. really know what we're truly passionate about or don't really know what our purpose is or can't articulate it. Maybe we kind mm-hmm. of know. Mm-hmm. So how do we, how do we help people? What's, what's a process that we can use to identify our passion and purpose? How do you help your clients as a coach? One of the, like one of the things that I do is I help, I help them declutter. That's, that's one of the things that I love. I love to help you declutter. And so how we declutter is, I know many people have heard of brain dumping. So we do we do a brain dump and we do a brain dump, but we start small. Here's the thing that we do a lot of times when we're trying to find out who we are, discover who we are. We take everything in lumps. We try to take down the elephant. And we don't even gaze the elephant. We don't even look and say, well, what would we need? Well, what are some of the tools we would have? We just jump right in and say, you know, I have to attack full, full, you know, full force. And what that does is it just gets you mentally exhausted. What that does is it puts you in a, a position of confusion. And so we need to step back and let's first figure out before we even try to go, what am I trying to do? What am I trying to Let's gather a couple of simple tools. And part of that would be, brain dumping, or what I like to call declutteration. And we will declutter with simple things, like just five things that you like doing. Don't go any further than that. Five simple things that you enjoy doing. It could be coloring. It could be dancing. It could be, don't make it difficult. When people ask you to do things like that, we go deep and we're like, well, you know, I like to travel the world and go there. Okay. So if you can't travel the world, then what? (laughs) So give me just some daily things that you enjoy that make you happy. That what happens with that is it starts the process. It starts the process of you going, well, you know, man, when I was young, I really liked to do this. So I really enjoy doing that. When you think about the fact, I really like to just sit and draw, but I haven't drawn in 10 years because I don't have time. Okay, let's write it down. You like to draw and let's grab four more more things that you just like to do. Now, what we're going to do with that is we're going to connect those things and we're going to associate a feeling with it. Give me a feeling that's connected with that. 
Do you get excited when you think about that? When you think about drawing, do you, are you like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to draw. Does it excite you? When you think about drawing, do you think, oh wow, this is my piece. I get away, I close the door and I create. When you think about drawing, do you think about, uh, do you get a vision of, of, of masterpieces that are, you know, that are sitting up or what, what's your feeling? When we begin to attach to our feeling, that's when we begin to break things down a little more. So I start my clients with, let's just declutter. Let's separate some of these things and let's find out what your connection is to these things. And then from there, we're going to take it down even more and we're going to break down that process. And so I take my clients through a couple of weeks through a six week course where we just, we're going to break these things down. I like for them to understand though, once you leave from, um, you know, from this course, you're not going to walk out, you know, with a big P on your chest, you know, passion, you know, perfect. It doesn't work like that. It's a process. And what I've given you are the tools to break that process down. You don't run out a lot of times and go, I found it. What happened is you do like what I did. You stumble into it and you find out the fulfillment is not connected. So now I go back to the drawing board and I scratch that off and say, I don't think this is purpose because, but here's my feelings that I get. When you begin to see the connection of things that are, um, well, when I do this, I get the same feeling of what I said this was. Well, when I do that, I get the same feeling that's over here. Maybe purpose is connected over here in some way. I thought purpose was, you know, me wanting to just use my hands and do this. No, maybe it's connected to something else because I'm getting the same rush. I, I want to make sure that people have this information. So it's a process and it's a process that I help you break down so you can begin to build that. I cannot 100% tell you what your purpose is, but I can very well guarantee you that if you follow the principles and the tools I give you, you'll be able to map everything out and I'll be able to guide you into that process. And I think you said something very important because a lot of times we're looking for these quick fixes. Mm -hmm. I'm not happy. I need to change something now. And what you're really stressing is that this takes time. We have yes. to reflect declutter I love that that term right and and find yeah and find that passion yes. and purpose and I think some of it is even trial and error meaning we we need exactly and see how we feel is it our true passion and exactly and um, this is what people this is what frustrates people because I believe we live in a world where it's like you need to know your purpose what's your purpose what's your purpose and when you don't find it by 20 now you're stressed for the next 30 years because you should know your purpose. You should know, you haven't even found you <laughs> at that time. <laughs> Why should we be so pressed to find purpose? Some of us don't understand that we've been walking in our purpose for 20, 30 years because we never connected it together. And so then I come along and help you declutter those things, categorize those things, break those things down. And then you go, ah, oh, oh my gosh. I've been doing this. I just didn't know. And yep. that's a lot of my clients where they go, I just did You mean that this is really purpose? Yes. Why do we keep making purpose out to be, I have to climb the highest mountain. My name has to be in the history books. No, no. That passion, that burning, that gift, what you're giving, what you've been purposed to give as a gift. 
And when we break down those things, and again, I'm here to help guide you through to that process. I find that women's eyes light up. You know, some of them are crying because they they thought they had no meaning in life. I have so many moms that are, um, so many clients that are moms who have raised children and now they're in their 40s and they're like, you know, what have I done? But I guarantee you, if we walk through these 20 years that we raised your children, I can guarantee you there was some purpose in there and you poured it out into your children and you just didn't recognize that it was purpose. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's an excellent point. And, and we put so much pressure on ourselves to find purpose. And I find that that's more the last five to 10 years that there's this, this drive about purpose and your purpose. And, and it's funny because I use a lot of Simon Sinek's work with, you know, what's your why, which is purpose. And, um, mm-hmm. but, but I feel that, that it's become this pressure thing where you need to know it right away. And, and again, I love that that you're saying it's not a right away thing. It's a process. It's a process. And and you know what? And not only that, it's a process that can be enjoyable if you take the, the pressure cooker off of it. Because as you're going through the journey, you're finding out new things about yourself. Oh my gosh, I love to do art. Oh my goodness, I like to sew. I never knew I liked to sew. But had I not done this or that, had I not followed these principles, I never would have known that this is something I enjoy doing. What you also find out on this journey are you find out the things that decompress you because you find out, oh, this particular action is connected to a wind down. And so I thought that this was purpose, but it's not. It's how I how I take care of me. It's how I find my happy. If you're not finding a happy in your purpose, something is not connecting. But when you're on that path to journey, you will find, oh, wow, this makes me happy. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that I love journaling. Journaling is where my peace is, where, where I, I gather myself all over again. That's my me time, yes. You discover, oh, I love hot baths. Y'all don't have to go away. And that's when you discover, I love making bath sauce. Oh my gosh. So there's so many things that we travel through before we find the purpose. And even if you travel and you think it's purpose and it's not, who cares? <laughs> who cares? You found out something new about yourself. No, I don't like lima beans. Great. Moving on. I should not open a lima bean store. <laughs> but I love it. You're telling us, enjoy the journey of discovery. Enjoy it. Enjoy yes. It. And I don't know why, but when you first started talking about this piece, I pictured myself as a little girl in an ice cream shop with a hundred different buckets of ice cream, all kinds, oh. milk base or base, uh, avocado ice cream, all kinds of things. Oh, man. <laughs> And trying to figure out who I am from the world of ice cream. I, I mean, for me, it's enjoy the journey, like a kid in a candy shop or in an oh, ice cream yes. shop and try new things. and see. Taste some of the candy. I know. Not just the chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Taste some candy that you haven't. Go line dancing. Ooh, just go. And, and you know what? You may discover, oh my gosh, I have this great passion for dancing and I, I didn't even know it. Before you know it, in three in three years, you've been dancing and it's been where your joy is. And now you're like, wow, this is so exciting. And I found such joy in here. Now you've become some type of holistic mentor. But it came from you understanding 
the peace that you have in dancing. So it's not so much that dancing is your purpose, it's that dancing led you to a method of finding peace. And now you take those things that you've learned and you pour that into other people and tell them how they can find that certain peace of mind. Mm -hmm. But it's all connected. But if we don't give ourselves an opportunity to try things that we may or may not enjoy, we might miss those things and forever search. And who wants to do that? Who Mm -hmm. wants to just who wants to just go through the journey with absolutely nothing, you know, um, no, no goal at the end. So Mm -hmm. even if you're going through the journey and you don't exactly find where where your purpose is this month or you know in six months you know that there's an end goal so your eyes are open so when you know there's an end goal you're you're grabbing from here you're looking at the beauty of stuff your 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 eyes are gazing because you have an anticipation that I'm gonna meet this particular goal when you're just aimlessly going you like so who care about the bird <laughs> okay so there there's a tree over there and so it's about the, the perspective of the eye. And then you get the enjoyment of the journey. Yep. And I think we, we want things right away that we forget that, yes. that we actually want to enjoy the journey and to enjoy the yes. journey. We need to follow some guidelines. We need, we need to think differently. It's not the now, it's the process. It's the journey yes. that's enjoy, enjoyable. Not and you know what? And sometimes I like to just be honest. The journey's not enjoyable. It's just that simple. The journey's not fun. And so when we tell people, you know, enjoy the journey, every day is not going to be exciting. When I say enjoy the journey, I'm saying enjoy everything that comes with it. Not that it's going to be happy, but take from those things because the journey is not happy all the time. Sometimes you can spend two months pissed off because you haven't haven't discovered what you want to discover. So when I'm talking about enjoying, I'm talking about take everything, take everything that you have, take the good days, take the bad days, take the pissed off days when you're the most when you're the angriest. Write down why you're mad and then go back to those five things that you connected that that feeling to and see which one of these things is going to help me drop that that feeling of anger. Because somewhere in there, you could find passion in the madness, which will drive you to the purpose. So when I'm talking about enjoying the journey, I'm not talking about jumping up and down and being excited. I'm talking about taking everything that has to do with your journey, taking it in, breaking it down and opening your eyes to the fact that it could lead you right where your purpose is. Wow. Thank you for that. That is a wonderful explanation because I'm thinking, okay, not every aspect of the journey is going to feel like, yay. And you're saying, no, it's the experience. And what can you get out of that? And think about how you can use that information. Take it all. I don't care if you hate it. Take it and, and box it, compartmentalize it, box it into, into your list. And if you don't have a feeling for that, create the new one. This is how we're going to begin breaking down who we are, what we feel, what we like. Snatch the memory that comes with it. I'm angry because this happened. Oh my gosh, I remember this happened as a child and I got this same thing. What's the connection? Part of purpose is self-reflection, self-understanding, self-awareness. So recognize recognize stop making the journey seem seem like it has to be you know 80 percent difficult in order to find me no but stop making it seem like everything should be cotton candy and roses no everything should be what you take 
And I can't tell you what you're going to take from it because what you do is 100% different from what I do. We're just following the same principles to get us to different outcomes. Beautifully said. I wish we could hear your energy. Uh, if only <laughs> we can all see it. I mean, it's an amazing energy that I'm getting here, uh, full of information. And and you you broke this journey down for us and passion and purpose. And it's it's different. It's our journey. It's it's how yes. we what we put into it and what we get out of it. Yes. But what are some tips to help us in identifying our passion? And our purpose. You gave us a few throughout the interview, but are there any other tips that can help us individually think about how do I find my passion? How do I find my purpose? How do I articulate that? How do I use that information? Mm -hmm. Again, when I let when I start people out, I don't believe in giving 60 different tips. If you do the one tip, that's going to take time. So if you follow that one particular thing, I think that's where we mess up. We give you one tip and then we give you five more and then you become confused. Follow the first tip. Lay out, lay out the things that you like. Let's just start there. Lay out the feelings that you get. Make a decision that I am going to begin walking in discovery. Make that decision and keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open. And for those who are ready to declutter that process, that's where I come in so that we can work through that week by week to get you to the next levels. But start there. Start with the decision. I'm going to walk in discovery. That means purposely looking at things around you, purposely allowing yourself to feel and then writing those things down. Those are the two things you would start with. What do you like? Uh, and the second step after what do you like is, well, the first step is to make the commitment to, to walk with the eyes of purpose. That would be the first thing. And then to write down five things that you like. And then that next step would be connect the feeling to it. Because when you do that and you decide to walk in discovery, you'll begin to see, oh, wow, I have this feeling. I have that feeling. Is this connected to anything that I wrote down? That's a process in itself. Wow. And um, and I just want to let listeners know that I did in the description, I did list a few resources because you're talking about all these great things. And I want to make sure that you'll have the program description for this episode. But there will be a few links to additional resources if you want to learn more about identifying your passion and purpose, because it is uh, it's not something that a 30 minute podcast is going to solve for you. <laughs> but it is quite an enlightening conversation to get us on the right path. <laughs> you know, and I could talk about this all day long. So, you know, y'all have to cut me off because I, I get excited. <laughs> And I get excited. And that's the other thing that you want to connect with purpose. How, how does it make you feel? Does it excite you? Is it something that you could just do all day long? And it's just like, no matter how much I do it, I want to do it again. I want to continue to do it. I want to gift people. I'm excited about that. And so you want you want to connect those things. And um, and again, I like to take people back to my nonprofit that I started. I was doing a great thing. People loved it. I I enjoyed the aspect of the helping. But there was a disconnect. Is there a disconnect? Because if you have a passion and again, I go back to cooking and you love to cook. But when you think about cooking for others, giving to others, doing for others, does the disconnect happen? <laughs> And as soon as that disconnect happened, you know, 
This is not connected to purpose, but it's connected to something else. It's connected to happiness. It's connected to to just passion. It's connected to um, the fact that I, I love to discover new things, but it's not necessarily connected to purpose. And that's okay. You can always use passion as a part of your purpose, meaning I like to cook. Maybe my purpose is, you know, um, children and I just enjoy children, but I can use my passion and make some cupcakes for the children one one afternoon. But again, that's because my passion brings that joy. But I would not want to be cooking for people constantly. That's where the disconnect ends. That was a great example for a lot of us who go into a field, for example, and we love some area, education or culinary arts, mm-hmm. we get into that position where we be, we're unhappy and we don't know why. So we're going back to that reflection piece. You have to yes. take the time to reflect, be aware. Mm-hmm. There, there might be a disconnect between your passion and purpose. You don't exactly. have to Exactly. It may not be that you have it wrong. And this is why that list is so important. And that's why I don't like to give extra tips after that, because this is going to be so important for you. Because when you're out there using your example, when you're out there in education and you're doing that and there's this disconnect, you need to be able to go back to your list and say, education, okay, where's the disconnect here? What am I feeling or what am I not feeling? Why is it not coming together? And then you need to draw out what is it about education that I enjoy? And so now we're going to draw it down more. Maybe it's not education in itself. Maybe it's the feeling that you get when the eyes of children light up. Let's draw it out so that we can connect it to what it is that you're supposed to be doing. So when people come to me and they think that in six weeks, they're just going to walk out and they're going to going to know, you know, everything, what you're going to know are the tools and the principles and the guidelines of how to connect everything together. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be able because we could be walking through this for a while and that's okay. And, And for you not to be afraid to jump into something that you think could be, um, uh, purpose. It's okay to jump into that. How are you going to know that it's not? If you have a bunch of things that connect and you go, oh, wow, okay, I think this is where I'm supposed to be. How are you going to know unless you walk into it? You're not going to know. I have this great passion for water. I love water. I love swimming. I love to be able to do. So I'm going to go and I, I'm going to become, you know, um, an instructor for swimming. And you get out there and you like, oh my gosh, this is just really annoying. How are you going to know that it's annoying if you don't get out there? That's right. That's right. So now we go back to the fact, oh, I still have this passion for swimming. I still love to swim. I still enjoy this, this, this. Maybe it's just a passion or maybe it can be connected to purpose. Let's go to our B level and try it again. Mm -hmm. It's okay to have a B level, a C level, a triple A level. You're going to find it. You're going to find it. Yep. I love it. I love it. it. It's like my plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You see what I'm saying? It's okay. <laughs> you're going to find it. I promise. <laughs> if well, you're committed, let me take that back. If you're committed, you'll find it. Because there's nothing that I can do to make you walk in destiny. That is a personal choice. But if you're committed to it, and if you're committed to the process, 
you will find it because you're not going to stop until you're able to see where it is that you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And that's a wonderful thing. That's a, that's a great word too, commitment. Um, I know that it's not about a list of things. This is it. This is a good place to start. And we don't want to bombard people with any more um, list of things that we should mm-hmm. do. Um, you have a great message for helping us find our passion and our purpose and think about alignment. How do you align those things for mm-hmm. happiness? Um, do you have any final words or thoughts that you might want to share? Something I didn't get to ask you that you feel is critical to this work of identifying passion and purpose and, and that alignment. I think the greatest thing that I like for people to walk away with is it's okay. It's okay. And it's not too late. Don't stress yourself. There's so many, so many other stresses in life. You have the daily stress. You have your career stress. You could have a family and and that stress. You got to spend time with yourself stress. Don't add to it. Don't add to it. Allow yourself to have one thing that you say, this is going to work how it works. I'm going to do the small things. I'm going to keep my eyes open. I'm going to allow myself to live. And as I do that, don't make finding, finding purpose homework. Don't do that. that that's just going to frustrate you. Let it become a part of your daily life. Let it become a part of your routine. And then keep your eyes open and work through the process. Add it to your life. Don't make it a chore in your life. And that's what I want people to know. It's just a part of your life and you'll find that path if you want to. Very, very nicely said. You, you have no idea. You've even helped me through this interview. I I have a good feeling of my passion and purpose. I need to look at my alignment better, but in life things shift anyway. And it's good to always have that awareness and that commitment to be aware and to do this work. And you left me today with a few tools and ways that I can do that without stressing it so much, but really embracing it as just part of my life, daily living. Yes. Let's take a look. Let's be aware. Let's open our eyes. Yes. Try something new. Try something new. Have the eyes of, of discovery. And it's so funny you would say try something new because that's one of the one of my daily things in my book, 70 Days of Happy. Life is better when you smile. Because again, if there's no enjoyment in the purpose, something is not right. And me being a self-awareness expert, we have to have to understand who we are first. And understanding who we are is a part of us understanding our happiness. And one of those things in, in that, in discovering of yourself, I said, try something new. That's one of the greatest discoveries because most of us are afraid to change the simplest thing. You know what I'm saying? Add onions to your rice this time. Just go crazy. Just go crazy and add some onions to it. Put on brown lipstick instead of red. Oh my gosh. You know, put on some gloss instead of chapstick. Whatever it is, change the color of that tie. Uh, Try the bow tie. Just do something that you wouldn't do. 
this is like the greatest time. We are in halfway quarantine. I say halfway because I'm not sure what all we doing, but <laughs> this is the perfect time for you to be like, you know what? I'm getting ready to try spaghetti straps now. You know, look at yourself in the mirror, turn to the left, you know, gaze at yourself. You'll be surprised at what you learn about you. And it's not about, it's not about you, you know, um, getting a new lipstick. It's about you stepping outside of yourself and being willing to say, sometimes finding happiness means being uncomfortable because I don't know where the happiness is yet. It's the same with purpose. You got to step out a little bit and it's okay if it doesn't work. It's fine. You come back and you say, that one wasn't for me, but it was great trying on lipsticks. Thanks. And you, and you check it off as that's not it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's that simple. It's that simple. We don't have to complicate it. You know, I'm not saying go skydiving. You don't have to take it that serious. You know, I'm not saying go try octopus if you don't like seafood. That's not what I'm saying. But just be willing to take the little things and say, I'm going to go to the beach and read today because I'm never out. So I'm just going to do something different. And then I'll see. Maybe it worked. Maybe it didn't. But guess what? You have the power to end that day. It's Mm. nothing that you are cemented into. You don't like the seagulls? Grab your bag, get in the car, go home. It's just that simple. We don't have to complicate it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for for that uh, and for those words and those final thoughts uh, to help us all on our journey for identifying our passion and our purpose and that alignment and for bringing such wonderful energy to this interview. Oh, Shelly, thank you so much for for being a part of Coffee in an Interview. You have no idea what we got out of this and we really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate your time. For your audience, I would love to connect with them. If anyone is having a little a, a little trouble decluttering and laying out those, those goals and laying out the passion and purpose, feel free to schedule a 30-minute master cl- uh, clarity call with me. You can schedule that on my website. And my website is just my name, www.shellymache.com. And I'm, I'm sure Jacqueline will have it spelled out because I can guarantee it's not felt the way it sounds so don't worry about it she'll she'll have it laid out for you (laughs) and i'll add all those links right underneath the episode (laughs) description to make it easy for all of our listeners so that you're able to just go in and look for what you need whether it's the book it's the website it's the consultation and you can click on that link and, and get that information thank you so much i appreciate your time 